Welcome to Floating Our Boats podcast, episode seven. And thank you once again for joining us. This week, we are going to talk about a visit that we had from a friend in a new van. Fran comes back from her weekend away. We celebrate our first um, wedding anniversary. The clocks go back. And we have a reader's question. Or even a listener's question. Oh yeah, and we have a listener's question. in a van not just any van <laughs> no but, uh, van that I've stalled <laughs> van stalled and we are with Richard Vobes fellow YouTuber from funnily enough YouTube channel Richard Vobes hello Richard hello Rich and Fran so it begs two questions yes one what are you doing up these parts and two why are you up these parts? <laughs> well, uh, partly to see you guys. Oh, shucks. Um, because you're great and you <laughs> cook me free meal. <laughs> so there's always that. Um, and also, part of the trip was to pick up a coracle. Yes, I have just recently. You heard it here. <laughs> heard it here. I recently bought myself a van. Uh, in fact, about five days ago. This is a my first proper outing in the van and the van is a it's not a camper van as such but it's got a bunk in it and I can sleep in the back and I'm going to make modifications to make it a little bit more like a camper van but it's to help me with my YouTube channel and I know that uh, I have a friend in Glastonbury and he wants to video me and my coracle my coracle was stored in Shrewsbury and I live in Worthing in Sussex and I couldn't get the coracle in the car so I spent a fortune on a van just for this <laughs> one trip. And if anybody doesn't know what a coracle is, well it's a really ancient form of boat isn't it? It, it is. is. I mean it goes back I think to the Neolithic period really. It's, it's, it, it's a basket effectively on with a some form of uh, hide or mine is a, I think it's some calico with tar on the outer covering to keep it afloat but it's it's effectively a little basket because it's woven from I think it's ash lay, la, lathes, laths, however you pronounce that. Yeah, laths. And uh, yeah it's a sort of circular shape, there's lots of different shapes, they're very traditional in this part of the world. Um, and in Wales, ancient boats, sort of mostly single-seater with one paddle. I would be so tempted to have a go and the only thing that's put me off is that Richard has said that this hasn't been used for about ten years, ten years and it might leak. <laughs> might leak. So I'm going to pass on that one. I shall wait for your video to come out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stay on watch. Well I might uh, well disappear into the canal myself. <laughs> So if you've not uh, followed Richard's uh, YouTube channel before, go and have a look. Richard Vobes, V-O-B-E-S. And uh, in the next few days or so, you'll see a video of said coracle. Yes, uh, it, I did a documentary some years ago, which is why I originally bought the thing. I didn't actually make it. I wish I had, because you can go on courses to make, like you can go on courses to do these old fashioned woodland skills of turning wood and making chair legs and all of that 
you can go on one making coracles and um, I wish I had but I can't claim that but I wanted it because the documentary was about the Shrewsbury and Newport Canal which was abandoned and they're trying to put back into water and there's a small section that's in water but you can't put any boats on it but uh, apparently I was given permission uh, because it was a site of science, special scientific interest um, to put my coracle on so I could film it and that was uh, why, I, why I got it. And we've just gone past the uh, junction for that, haven't we? The we have. Norbury Junction. Oh yes, yes. Norbury. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just up from there, actually. And there are plans afoot to restore it, but uh, like all these things, that don't think it'll ever come to anything. No, it's it's uh, it be it would be lovely too, but I think it's quite a huge, huge challenge. Anyway, Richard, thanks for popping up to see us and uh, letting us see your coracle. That's all right. Taking us out for a little ride now in this fantastic van, and I'm dead jealous of this as well. Oh, sorry, I thought such I was just a, dropping you here. <laughs> no, <laughs> such a cosy sleeping compartment. In fact, I just it's lovely. But we're just going to go and have a look around a local reservoir, which is a feeder for the canal, and then we're going to treat Richard to um, dinner cooked on the stove oh. tonight on the boat. How lovely. Before we kick him back out in his van to sleep. Yeah, and I think it's <laughs> minus seven tonight. That's it? all right, yes. it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> That was a lovely day we spent with Richard. We did. We had a lovely day. Just a walk around that local village and uh, it Brood. was nice. Brood. Yeah, so you're back from your weekend away. Oh yeah, that was a, nearly a week ago now. Um, yeah, interesting time because it didn't go according to plan. I was supposed to be spending a night with my sister and one night with my son. But after everything was booked, and the car was booked and everything was sorted out. Um, the area that I was going to went back into lockdown again. That's Essex and London. Yeah, so the Friday I was okay, um, but by the Saturday I couldn't stay at another person's house. I could stay with my sister because I was in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> because she is a, a single family, a single person in her family, I, I could become a bubble with her and I could stay with her. But obviously my son, I couldn't by then stay, so I had to have a hotel. Um, and yeah, big six foot wide bed once again that I got lost in and at least normally Rich is there with me but it was uh, very odd. And how did you get on? I, I was actually looking forward to a bit of time on my own, that's no, that's no, not saying anything against you <laughs> but the first day was great, I you know, walked with the dogs, had a beer in the pub and uh, I was going to move the boat but in the end I thought I can't be bothered. I'm enjoying uh, myself. No, because you were going to do a solo cruise. I know, we are doing my first ever solo luck, but it was a bit miserable, a bit wet, so I thought, no, stop oh, it. He obviously I, thought he couldn't manage it without <laughs> me, I think. I just stoked the fire up, put <laughs> my feet up and watched YouTube videos end, end to end. And there you go. And actually, I did the same in the hotel, watching YouTube videos in the end. I intended to read loads and... Um, crochet loads and just enjoy a bit of peace and quiet but it's not like that we didn't like it did we really no, we didn't like it at all no. and it was but also my first chance of ride driving a car for two years and I was a little bit nervous about that I didn't let on to Rich initially but because we obviously drive on the left over here and the boat is um, driven or cruised on the right hand side of the canal I did wonder whether me being me I'd get a bit confused <laughs> 
but it was perfect. No, it was just like, just like I've never been away from it really. But you dropped me back at the bus stop, didn't you, when we picked the car up? So I caught the bus back here. Yeah. And ah, uh, oh, the traffic was just so much of it, isn't there? I know. We've forgotten what it's I like know. to be sitting, sat in traffic at traffic lights and then cruise a hundred yards to the next set of traffic lights. Yeah. And... We just we, we don't miss that at all, do we? No. I, you know, I was fine doing my drive for the one day, but we do not miss having a car and driving one little bit, do we? We don't. And this uh, tier system now, it's all getting confusing, isn't oh. it? Where you can go, where you can't go, who's in lockdown, who isn't in lockdown. Several... I actually got really confused, didn't yeah. I? I forgot which county I was in and what I was allowed, because you cross a border and suddenly you can't meet people. And you were telling friends that, you know, you can't come on the boat because we're in lockdown, but we weren't in lockdown. That was London and Essex and you'd forgotten where you were. <laughs> I knew I knew Richard Vobes was coming to see, uh, you know, show us his van and I sent a message saying, well, of course you can't come on the boat. And he just thought I was being a bit rude and distant and didn't want him on the boat. But of course, it was just me being confused. It's really, really difficult at the moment. You what, couldn't... getting confused? <laughs> no, difficult. I find that really easy, actually. But you, if there's a border going along a street, then obviously you could have a different rule from the people living opposite you. Yeah. And I don't know how that works. It, it's, you know, on a boat, it's not so much a problem. We're in one county or another. But... And also, you know, you're in Wales and you're at the, the street across the road is in England. You can just use the pub in England and the supermarket in England. Well, I don't know if you can. I, I don't know, actually, if, if you're allowed to. I don't know. It, this is the this problem. This is it. We're confused, folks. <laughs> yes, we are. Confused.com. But as I've said, fortunately, when you're on a boat, you know, you're not moving that far anyway. You, you sort of have to just remind yourself of the rules around yourself. And we're having to keep a little bit more in touch with the news than we might normally do. If, if this wasn't happening, we sometimes don't catch up with the news for a few days at a time. But we're having to keep a lookout now just to make sure that the area that we're in or going to doesn't get locked down properly. Well, there's calls now for a complete lockdown in the UK because uh, infection rate has gone up to a thousand. That's not per day, I think, they, I think that is. Uh, not deaths. Uh, and I think people are getting a bit sceptical about it all. Because movements yeah. aren't there that are saying that well, we're just not going to be going to, into lockdown. If you put us into lockdown, we'll just uh, ignore it. Well, there was a case in, in Wales where you weren't allowed to buy non-essential um, essential stuff. And some man just went in and pulled all the, all the paper down, all the barriers down yeah. and said he wasn't going to stand for it. Now he's facing charges so, of criminal damage apparently. I don't know it's just interesting to see what's going to happen whatever your opinion is on you know how serious this is and what we should be doing the country is divided now and I think well the politicians are divided and the scientists are divided so I don't know. You just know don't know who to go. believe do you you know you're hearing one thing from one set of scientists then another set of scientists saying something else then the politicians can't agree with themselves and uh, I think the population of Britain, they were quite tolerant, aren't we? But we will reach a point where they'll start taking to the streets. Well, for, you're going back you know, hundreds of years now, as we've just been told. I was brought up to be, to be overly, um, in my opinion, overly respectful of 
law and order. Law, well, not law and order, but if somebody tells you to do something, you do it. If a doctor tells you to do oh, something, right, you okay. do it. You don't question. Of you authority. Just, of authority, yeah. thank you. Um, but I don't think it's the same now, and I think it's time that people have to start thinking for themselves and questioning what we're being told to do. The people are revolting. Well, some of us are, anyway. <laughs> And another big event this week, for us, anyway, um, we've been married for a whole year. That's unbelievable. Where did that go? Just in lockdown, I think. But <laughs> I don't know. It just I can't believe that a whole year has gone past since... Well, this you know, time last year, we were honeymooning in beautiful Arden Merkin on the west coast of Scotland. We were. And... Um, Went up and sort of got autumn a little bit before it's time, didn't we? Because yeah. they were a little bit ahead of us up there and had a fabulous, fabulous time. Sorry, you can hear the dogs tippy-tapping in the background because once again it's getting near their, their meal time. Um, I might have to stop and feed them in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, we um, were in um, Brood. So we thought that we would treat ourselves to a meal out, didn't we, in the pub? Or the restaurant. Yeah, we had a lovely, Rouge. lovely lunch together, didn't we? I have to say the food was yet again disappointing. Sounds like we're being moany and we're not. But we really, I think, have to learn to just have a meal out when we know there's somewhere serving really good food. Um, it was, it was just, it was fine. There was nothing really wrong with it. Spontaneously but... though, didn't we? We didn't plan or prepare. We just thought, oh, there looks. There looks a nice brasserie. We'll go in there and have uh, a bite to eat for lunch. Yeah. It, we had a lovely time there, didn't we? Sometimes they just try too hard. And yeah. it's, it's pretending to be special, what I would call posh food. But in fact, it wasn't basic. really. Chips um, wrapped in faux newspaper, stuck oh, yeah. in a tin can. This is one of Rich's favourite um, <laughs> favourite pets hate. Pet hates is that why everything has to come in little packages on your plate beams in its in their separate little tubs everything comes in a little pot doesn't it and yeah. uh, and of course now um if you go and eat out which we don't do that often sometimes it's coming with cardboard cutlery or wooden cutlery and your drinks are coming in cardboard cups and i've even seen it the food coming in cardboard boxes yeah so that they don't have to wash up um, plates and stuff and it does take the edge of it especially if it's an anniversary meal but we didn't have that did we no, we did we get didn't. proper china Yes. So, yeah, one year on and we're still smiling. We are. So now we've been together for a year, married, think we should think about starting a family. <laughs> you can uh, ask Archie and Jess to take care of that side of things if you like, was there? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no regrets then? Oh, absolutely no regrets. I think it's been a lovely year. Mutual. Yes, thank you. Last weekend, the clocks went back, Fran. <laughs> Your favourite time of oh, year, isn't it? I hate it. <laughs> I don't mind winter. I don't mind the cold. That doesn't bother me. It's just the darkness gets to me. Yeah. Unfortunately, today is a sunny day and it's four o'clock and it's it's still bright out there. I mean, there's a lot of light in the boat because we're not under any trees or anything. But... Well, that didn't help, did it? For the last week, the canal has been in quite a deep cutting and it seems that there's been trees around us most of the time and uh, blocking out the last little bits of light but the sun is so low in the sky already isn't it it's, yeah. it's not reaching a height um during the day it doesn't get to any point where it 
have any effect on the solar panels either, does it? I don't think. A little bit. It, I think, yeah, you get a really sunny day, but we haven't mm. had. It's just been, you know, brighter days, duller days. But it's just adapting and we, we're just having to work out, or we're trying to work out better ways of dealing with it because it does get to you, Rich, doesn't it? Mm. It does. Not me so much. I'm quite happy to sit um, with, with low lighting and cuddle up by the fire. But it affects you in your body, doesn't it? Yeah, and mentally. Yeah, and it's it's six o'clock when all the curtains are closed, and the lights are on, and it's it's not the we haven't got the brightest lighting system in here, have we? We don't like the overhead lights on, the lights that are no, in the ceiling. No, because they are awful. We haven't got really wall bright. lights, but we have um, installed last winter or last spring. You put um, some. LED strip lights in, didn't you? Oh, little, yeah. They're not called strip lights, yeah, are they? they? Are. You well, know, little lights under the gunnels. So that helps. But uh, I've been trying to take the dogs out for a last walk just as it's getting dark to try and grab the last few minutes of daylight. And we've been waking up earlier because it's light. It's light now by seven, I think. Half past six, seven, it's getting light. Mm. So we're just trying to grab that as well, getting up while it's still light or while it's getting light. I'm making the most of it. Candles have resurfaced now. Boxes of little tea lights that we light up. Twinkly lights to get the boat cosy. Well, I'm nodding you off know. in the armchair, aren't I? It's you don't make it eight to o'clock. Eight o'clock just, <laughs> just absolutely fighting to stay awake. It is, I think it's the only negative thing, and I think I've said this on, you know, we're recording for the next video today. It's the only thing that's not good about being on the boat is the darkness but then it would be the same if you're in a house really yeah it's just it we just haven't quite got our lighting right we need to get some more little lights and uh, brighten it up a bit but yeah there's nothing we can do about it clocks change and it is what it is <laughs> I'm going to say, do you know what it is? It is what it is. And we've got now, it's October, so we've got four months before it is going to be lighter than this. Now it'll be yeah, the end we, of February. Yeah, but we, um, best day of the year for us is what? Oh, solstice, winter solstice day. That's usually the 21st, Just, isn't it, of december -ish. Yeah, and that has always, for years and years, been my favorite point because it's just that's the turning point isn't it you know that once you've got through the shortest day it happens slowly but things begin yeah. to get better as soon as you've got Jan uh, as soon as you've got christmas out the way you can notice a definite change in the length of the day can't you now you can. it's only minutes yeah. and, and that's something i measure every day isn't it well, yeah and to be honest, though, I don't, I really don't mind it because I just think that when you're, we've talked about this before, when you're living that closely to, in, with nature, you become a bit more attuned to it and you notice the season changes more, you notice things more. And I just think you begin to live a little bit differently and that's why you're tired. I mean, in, in winter, we would naturally rest and sleep more. Yeah. Um, why Charge don't we just batteries. follow that and, and do what our mm. body tells us to do? We're in a position where we're lucky enough to be able to do that. Um, and I actually quite enjoy just not having an excuse to do nothing, but I feel justified in doing absolutely nothing sometimes when it's raining. I shouldn't have to find an excuse to do nothing. But When you were walking the dogs along the towpath today and I was driving the boat, did you notice the bird song? Oh, I saw you filming it. Oh, I've got the camera it, right yeah. up in the air, hadn't I? Yeah. Just trying to record the sound. 
Yeah, they were going crazy. It was as if it was spring. So I think territories are being established. Is that? I think that's what they do, isn't it? They sing their hearts out. I think they do for feeding because obviously there's not so much food around yeah. after winter. They get robins do, I think, in yeah. particular, don't they? Get their very feeding territory, territory, aren't they? But that's another thing is that, that being in the boat, you notice. I've never noticed the bird song changing so much. You know, there's a peak in the spring, but it's actually a different song this time of year. Um, and I'm leaning across because talking of birds reminded me of a couple of books. One's called The Robin and one's called The Wren, and they're both by a guy called Stephen Moss. And they're only short little books, aren't they? But they're brilliant. Yeah. If you ever wanted to know the life of a wren or a robin, Read these books. Yeah, they are lovely books. And he tends to bring one out every year, so I don't know if there'll be another one coming out before Christmas this year, because think, they tend to come. I think I heard that he's doing the blackbird, which would be great, because that's my yes, favorite bird. It is. It's listeners' question time. Da, da, da. Ding, ding. We really need a jingle. Yeah. Should we have a competition, a jingle competition? No. <laughs> Okay, we will. So this week's question is from Randy Schmidt, who asked, what did our family think and our friends think when we first announced that we were going to sell up and give up everything and move onto a boat? I think 90%. They were all very supportive, you know, and um, just said, it's such your life, do what you feel you've got to do, didn't they? I think everybody. I think everybody was supportive. We didn't get anybody going. No, don't do this. Why, you can't uh, heck do that. Why are you doing that? No. Um, not everybody understands it. That doesn't mean they don't support us. No. You know, no. some people absolutely get it. I think some of the some of my sons and your daughter get it and understand it and love it. Um, and I think a couple of my boys, my sons, could actually do it. Would like, would love to live on a boat, and yeah. would would like this life. Um, Your oldest son is a teacher. Doesn't understand it, does he? No, I think, I think he, he understands why we're doing <laughs> it, but it wouldn't be for him. Wouldn't be for him at all. He, no. he says, I, "I see what you like in it, but there is no way." He lives in London, so it's a little bit of a different life. And I'm, I've got a sister who I just don't think understands it at all. I think she thinks. I don't think she, no, she thinks we're crazy because she knows how happy we are now. Mm. I think initially she thought we were a bit mad. Yeah, I think she thought it was driven by me mainly. I mean, it was, to be honest, wasn't it, initially? It was your idea. Mm. But I guess this, this comes again, and it's something we've touched on in the past, is that you're brought up to... I was very much brought up to be... You know, you, you go to school, you get qualifications. As soon as you leave school, you go to work, you get married, have children. That's it. Mm. You're done. <laughs> and my parents certainly retired and then didn't do anything, didn't make anything of their lives. It was like work had been their life. And when they retired, it was almost as, what, like, what's next? What do we do now? Um, and we decided that wasn't going to be We're us, didn't we? We're going to sit in front of the television all day, are we? Watching Countdown. So I think it was a little bit of a shock. It was it was my family. They sort of expected, you know, we'd got this house and we were doing our small holding bit and thought that would be it. And that was probably quirky enough. But everybody has supported us, haven't they? And I just think they know everybody can see how happy we are. 
we're very impulsive though aren't we we decide to do something we just do it yeah as a couple um you know who knows in five six months time we might decide to go and buy a croft in scotland and work the land who knows we don't know well they've just got a I've new boat by then <laughs> yeah we have a new I didn't boat i actually know that. about this <laughs> Listeners, I didn't know about this one yet. So, Why do you think excuse I've been us. Farming weekly. <laughs> but um, friends were a little bit different. I think there were so many friends out there that were, you know, in awe of us and wanted to do it, and we just kept hearing from people, I "Wish we could do that." Mm. You know, wish we could do what you wanted to do, and. You know, there's all sorts of reasons why people don't or don't really want to. They like the idea of it and can't make that big jump. But um. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a complete surprise for them all, you know, because they thought we were living this happy existence in Norfolk with a big garden, chickens, etc., and bee beehives. Um, and then for us to turn around and say we're giving all that up to go and live on a 50-foot steel tube was, uh, yeah, a bit of a shock, I think. I think some of the children thought that it was going to be um, an excuse to have a holiday. And just come away for a bit whenever we want to but um the sofa bed's not big enough for more than one night is it so <laughs> no it isn't but there you are randy i hope that has answered your question for you yeah they think we're complete nuts <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> we're moored in nozzle again which we were here a couple of weeks ago this is where uh the boat was when fran left me we've come back to a lovely little mooring spot there's a uh, it's not a small holding, it's almost like a little farm, children's farm, right on the edge of the canal. Yeah. And we've got, looking out of the window now, we can see goats and chickens and ducks and geese all in this little area. And the man did say that he does sell eggs during the summer, but everything stopped laying at the moment, so we can't get eggs from him. But it's not a bad little spot, actually, to stop, is it? And no. there's a chip shop in the village. There's a good chip shop, yeah. <laughs> and... Um... We're heading north, we're going back to Middlewich. We've got an appointment on the 10th of November to see the progress of the boat. Yeah. And hopefully we're gonna see a lot lot of changes. We hope so. And we went, while we had the car last weekend, we had it for an extra day because we needed to go and have a look at tiles for the kitchen and the bathroom. Um, and so we've done that and sent a message through with what, with what we would like. How exciting was that? It is exciting. <laughs> Well, it's, it only took us, you know, if you've been listening and watching to us, how quickly we make decisions. So we went in, actually I did go into two shops, but it took us about half an hour to choose our tiles. Yeah. Um, so hopefully so top tiles is, is the, our choice for tiles. Um, sounds like an advert. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not, not being sponsored by Tops Tiles. They've they got a great selection and the prices are pretty good. So we've sent uh, the boat builders um, a link to uh, the products that we would like in the kitchen yeah. and the bathroom. And we've also decided to get a little bit arty-farty with the taps, haven't we? So yeah. we'll, we'll see if we don't know if they can do that yet. Or the we'll, boat, um, uh, we're having a, you call it a butler sink or a Belfast sink. I don't quite know what the difference is, but no. a porcelain deep White porcelain sink, sink rather than a, a metal one. So we're hoping we can have copper taps on that, aren't we? Yeah, just to make it a little bit different. Yeah. So we're trying to put our stamp on the new boat as much as we can, rather than it just being, um, you know, the standard fit out. Yeah, and not without being 
crazy and trying to and giving them too much of a problem because obviously they build a standard layout most of the time and they can do that quickly and efficiently because they know what they're doing if we make too many alterations i guess it might delay the process no, which we don't want we to do. do not want it delayed do we no so that's that oh, and it looks like we've had a bit of a lucky escape because the way we were going with the boat was heading towards wolverhampton and we've literally just seen the news headlines come up that Wolverhampton is now going up in and East Midlands are going up quite quickly into tier two and tier three restrictions. Fortunately, we're heading the other way at the moment. So it's given us a little bit of grace, it's, I think, for moving. It's, it's just going to happen, isn't it? It's chasing us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But we'll just get as far along as we can towards the boat now, I think, and hover. And if we have to stay put around there, that's fine by us, isn't it? Because there's everything at Middlewich we ever need, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah, if we have to stay there for a few months, you know, up, cruising up and down, or if we're locked down there, it's really not a bad place to be, is it? So. Um, well, thanks again for listening. And uh, if you don't know who we are and you've just come across this podcast, we are Fran and Rich, and we have a YouTube channel called Floating Our Boat. We do. So you're more than welcome to uh, have a look and subscribe at uh, the something like 110 episodes we've put up there. I think it is 110, 111. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram, um, again, under the name Floating Our Boat. And if you want to share something with us, I'm just dropping this into the end of the podcast. This weekend or Friday, I think it is Halloween, which, you know, we're not fussed about Halloween. There's a bit of a special event. It's a full moon. It's the second full moon in October, um, which happens quite rarely. Anyway, to get two full moons in a month, that makes it a blue moon, apparently. It's not blue. It's just called a blue moon because it's the second one in a month. And for the first time in something like 100 years, I don't understand the logistics and how this works, but it's visible all over the world, this full moon. Oh, really? On that one day, and I don't think that normally happens. Does the Earth go flat so for a day? It goes flat for a day, and <laughs> we can sail off the edge of it. <laughs> but if you want to share something with us and you've got good skies, have a look at the blue moon on, um, on Halloween. Yeah, send some pictures to us. And yeah, that'd be good actually, wouldn't Facebook. it? We could all get onto Facebook and uh, we'll all put our, our full moon pictures up from all around the world. That would be a lovely thing to do. You know what, though? Yeah. It's going to be a wet, cloudy day. Yeah, but it can't be like that all over the world, can it? So if we can't see it here, we can see your moon as it appears to you. So right. um, with that, I That's think we'll it, leave eh? you. <laughs> Thanks very much. Take care and see you next time. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.